Doesn't this sound like a really cool title for a book? The Radical Book for Kids, Exploring the Roots and Shoots of Faith. Well, let me tell you, this book is amazing. And today we're going to talk with the author, Champ Thornton, who has written several great books. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Champ Thornton, Ph.D., and his wife, Robin, live in Newark, Delaware, and enjoy being parents to three children. He is the author of numerous books for kids and families, including The Radical Book for Kids, Exploring the Roots and Shoots, Why Do We Say Goodnight When You Are Afraid of the Dark, and The Serpent Slayer and the Scroll of Riddles. He also hosts a 10-minute podcast for families called In the Word, On the Go. Welcome, Champ, to the show. Leanne, it's so great to be with you today. Thanks for having me on. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and your home life. Yeah, so I'm a writer and a podcaster, and my wife, her name is Robin. She and I have been married for 26 years, and we have three children. I say children, they're getting older every year. So our oldest, he is 17. He'll be a senior next year. And then we have 12-year-old twins, and they're heading into seventh grade next year. So especially as we come to the end of this school year, you know, everything kind of runs together. And so there's sports to jam in at the end, and there's academics and all sorts of other fun stuff. So it's a busy season right now in our family, and we are looking forward to summer. And it goes by so fast before you know it, the house is empty, and you're like, oh, you miss those days when you can pull up a chair along the sidelines and cheer your kids on. Yeah, I, I, that's what I've heard. So at the moment, I'm enjoying it and dreading a little bit those quieter days to come. Yeah. Well, you know, I used to sweat along the sidelines in South Florida. And oh, goodness, this is such a hot day. But you know what, I'd give anything to go back and just spend a mm. few more days like that if I could now that my children are so much older. I'm looking forward to grandchildren cheering them on eventually. Oh. There you go. You have written some great books. Tell us about your previous published books, including The Radical Book for Kids, which I'm telling you, it is full of the most amazing facts that I think parents will love to teach their kids. And also, I think kids and parents will love the section titled Parents Aren't Perfect. Yeah, I think maybe the kids will like that even more than the parents. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. So here's the deal is the radical book for kids is it is a, it does have a lot of very just diverse and interesting facts. And that's intentional because, you know, really life is that way, right? So we tend to think about like Jesus and the Bible in terms of like church and Sunday school, maybe a Bible class, maybe family devotion time together. But the reality is, is that we learn about Jesus, our Savior, yes. But then also, Jesus is the creator of the world that we live in as well. So the reason that we enjoy sports, whether you're in South Florida or in Delaware, where I live, or the reason we enjoy ice cream or we enjoy just game night together as a family is because Jesus made all these things too. And so there's such a variety in the world God has made and in his word that I wanted to put together a kaleidoscope, kind of a grab bag of truths about not only God's word, but his world and try to put those together because so often they're separated and we love ice cream, but maybe we don't enjoy the book of Habakkuk as much as ice cream. And so can we enjoy both because they both come from the heart of our good God? And so that's a little bit of a behind the scenes on the radical book for kids. 
Well, there's so many different subjects that you talk about. It's just, I call it an applicable apologetic, actually, <laughs> looking and reading about and learning too, because as parents, you know, I'm sure parents are going to look at this book and say, wow, I didn't know that. So it's really a great resource for parents to research facts and ideas together with their children. Yeah, and the whole idea of apologetics, Not there are chapters in this book that re talk about the specifics of apologetics, like fine-tuned universe or the evidence for the fact that God made the world. But the reality is also there is, I call it a social apologetic, and it may be more like what you're talking about, kind of an applied apologetic. Mm -hmm. This chapter on parents aren't perfect. So not only are we presenting evidence to our children that there is a God and He's real, but we also communicate what is real by the way we live and the choices we make as parents. So if we're putting a priority on God, then we're communicating that to our children by the decisions we make, by the words we say, by the way we go back to them and say, hey, I was wrong. Would you forgive me? So the fact that we own up to the fact that we're not perfect is actually an apologetic for the fact that there is something bigger out there than just us. We have a God that we serve, and we know when we're out of line, because we fear Him, we go back and we make things right. And you know, that doesn't put a, a mark against the gospel. In fact, in many ways, that just highlights the gospel, right? Because we can teach our children about the goodness of God and the goodness of the gospel, not just when we're doing right, but even when we sin and do wrong, because then we can say, look, the cross of Jesus Christ is enough to cover mom and dad's sin. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have acted that way. And so we're always teaching our children what is real. It humanizes us as parents. Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a nice thick book too. You have a lot of great stuff in there. You teamed up with Andrew David Nacelli. Am I saying his name right? Yes, Andy Nacelli. Oh, good. And to write The Serpent Slayer and the Scroll of Riddles. And this is going to be a series, I believe. So please tell us about this book and who is the target audience? Yeah, so this is a middle grade fiction book. It's about 130 pages. So anywhere from like ages 9 to 13-ish. And it is a adventure story where two kids get sucked into an ancient scroll, a biblical scroll, and then they have to figure out how to get home so they don't get stuck and trapped in this scroll. And so they have to solve the riddles to move through the scroll and get back home. And in the process, they're learning about a certain theme, and each story that they hopscotch to through this scroll are connected about a theme of snakes and dragons and serpents in the Bible. And so they're learning about our enemy. They're learning about what he's like, that he's a trickster, that he is violent and harmful and hates and hurts God's people. But they also learn that Jesus came to destroy Satan and his works. And so it's actually what we call in the book a tome travel book. So tome, of course, you know, is a book. And so they don't actually go back in time. They actually get sucked back into an ancient scroll. There's no danger of changing anything because it's just in a book. It's not actually in real time. So that kind of fixes the whole time travel, messed up the space-time continuum problem and all that. But I think if you like time travel, you'll like tome travel book too. And The Serpent Slayer and The Scroll of Riddles, that's the first in your series. What's, what comes next? Well, at the moment, there are five other books planned. None of them have been written yet. <laughs> so the first one is The Serpent Slayer and The Scroll of Riddles. And that is a theology of serpents and dragons in the Bible. And then the second one, and I don't know when it's going to be written, but it, we're calling it tentatively The Imposter King and the Secret Bone Puzzle. And then book three, if there is a book three, is The Far Country and the Search for Home. 
and I'll just stop there. But the characters that are in this book, the brother and sister who get sucked into this biblical scroll, they will appear in future stories as well. Well, I, I love that. We need more uh, middle grade readers uh, type books, Christian books, I think. So that, that's wonderful. I love your picture book, Why Do We Say Goodnight? Could you elaborate on that book for our listeners? It really is a wonderful bedtime story book. Well, thank you for your kind words. It really came out of conversations I had with my daughter when she was younger. And she would be scared at night and scared of going to bed and want to talk. And, and so this was prime opportunity not only to pray with her, but also to talk to her about what is real. And the reality is, is that God didn't just make daytime and light, but God made nighttime as well. This is something that he made, and he made everything very good. We see that there's this truth that I need her to hold on to. This is what's real. And then there's also the reality that even though mom and dad go back down the hallway, the Lord never leaves. He's the good shepherd who stands by you all night long. And you can't see in the dark, but the night is like daylight to him. He can see just fine. And so these three truths are highlighted in this little storybook to give parents words to say and encouragement to their children as they're scared of the dark. He, he's actually the light in the dark. That's right. I, I mean, I love the story and the premise. Really a great picture book. So if anybody's listening and you have children who are afraid of the dark, you're going to want to get Why Do We Say Goodnight by Champ Thornton. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? Well, there's a follow-up to the Why Do We Say Goodnight book, and it's called Why Do We Say Thank You? And basically that story, it's another rhyming story. And here's a little boy who is grumpy and he's got a bad attitude and he doesn't want to say thank you or show appreciation for anything and he's just bored out of his mind. And then the Lord continues to show him how God made everything good and that you can take delight and be thankful for the things that God has made. So that's coming out right in time for Thanksgiving in October. I will also add, if I can, that the Radical Book for Kids, there's a sequel coming out called The Really Radical Book for Kids. And that'll be coming out in the spring of 23. Well, I'm going to have to have you back on the show for these new books coming out. We got to talk about those. Well, I've got to finish them first. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that responsibility is on me. Well, thank you for being on the show. Leanne, thank you for having me. It's been a delight talking with you. I've enjoyed it. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. 